0: All right, here we go. Brand new Flyers Daily for the 20th of October 2023. Flyers coming off their second home game of the season, fourth game of the season, and they get a 4-1 win over the Edmonton Oilers. And here is the number that matters. The number that matters, brought to you by, well, she say that it's presented by Ticketmaster, Make More Memories Live. And also this season, the Flyers are teaming up with Penn Medicine for the Penn Medicine assist for every Flyers assist this season. And we've got plenty, including a couple from Sean Couturier. Penn Medicine and the Flyers are going to be donating 30 pounds of food to local communities in need. So we like that. But here's the number that matters. If you didn't hear this during the game broadcast, Tim Saunders brought it up. Let's, and assuming they don't add a shot for McDavid, sometimes they do add shots after the games, but it's only the second time. In eighty-nine, his last eighty-nine games, that Connor McDavid was held without a shot on goal. Now he did have a point in the game. He had a secondary assist on the lone goal that Zach Hyman scored at 1523 of the second period to meet the game two to one. But Connor McDavid did not have a shot on goal. And listening to John Tortorella after the game, he had Sean Couturier on the ice for every single one. Connor McDavid shifts with the exception of one, one shift. That shift was during that 15 minutes and 23 seconds of that where Edmonton got their only goal of the game. We came into this season wondering about Sean Couturier. What was he going to be? He hasn't played in 21 months since December of 2021. He missed the entirety of last year. He had multiple procedures on his back. He is 30 years of age. Sean Couturier has blown my mind. I don't think he's been great, but he's so far ahead of where I thought he would be. And his line in this game against Edmonton, not only are they tasked with you know, mitigating, limiting, controlling what I think is the most difficult, dangerous offensive and potent line in the NHL with Evander Kane, Connor McDavid, and Leon Dreisaitl. But they also end up driving a ton of offense. Cam Atkinson, a couple of goals. He had the Flyers' second goal on a beautiful assist from Owen Tippett. And last year we heard Torts use the term almost offense a lot. Just one element of a scoring chance or an offensive zone play that would prevent it from ending or resulting in a goal. Well, on this one, you know, first of all, Owen Tippett uses his legs and his forecheck to create the turnover from Evan Bouchard and gain control of the puck inside the Edmonton zone three and a half minutes into the second period with a one nothing lead. But then Cam Atkinson just drives the net and he sticks his stick out there. He sticks the blade of the stick out there beyond the reach of the defenseman and presents it presents the blade of the stick for the deflection, which gives Owen Tippett a target on his backhand and Tippett delivers a perfect backhand pass right to the slot. And, and Cam Atkinson with that stick presented deflects it high over the glove of Jack Campbell. And it gives the Flyers the two, nothing lead. It's just a great play. First of all, let's go back to the first goal. We're going to hear from Owen Tippett in a minute, but the first goal I use the term quite a bit of, Beautiful hockey. And somebody asked me the other day, you know, when you say it's beautiful hockey, what do you mean? Well, look at that first goal that Joel Farabee scored. That was beautiful hockey. Travis Sandheim tail whips a puck in the neutral zone off the stick of an Edmonton player. It's just on the Oilers' side of the red line. Tail whips it. Whips the stick around. Boom. Knocks the puck loose. Knocks it to Joel Farabee. Farabee then crisscrosses with Bobby Brink and threads a pass through to Brink on this two on two play, which now turns into a little bit of a two on one because Brink is able to slip behind the defender and Brink is coming down the right side and he's got a really decent scoring chance in there. I call it decent. I won't call it the highest danger, but it's a really good spot to get a shot off and, and try and score a goal. But Brink doesn't do that. He sells shot first. And then he sends it across to Joel Farabee, who has got one of those scoring chances that it is pretty much a sure thing. Slams it into an empty net behind Campbell. That was beautiful hockey. Neutral zone turnover forced off an active stick from a defenseman, challenging the red line. Goes the other way on a two-on-two crisscrosses, creating the other team to have to make a couple of decisions on how they handle the players crossing and then a delivery of a pass after selling shot and slamming it into an open net. That's beautiful hockey. That's Joel Fireby's second of the season. Then, as I said, Cam Atkinson presenting the stick, scores his second goal of the season, puts the Flyers up 2-0. As we mentioned before, McDavid gets the secondary assist on the Hyman goal to make it 2-1. Right after that, Carter Hart makes an unbelievable save to keep it at 2-1. And then late in the period, at 18-29, the Flyers are shorthanded. We know this Edmonton power play with McDavid and Drysido and Nugent Hopkins and Hyman, how dangerous they are. They're the best power play in the NHL, and they have been for multiple years. You just don't take penalties against the Edmonton Oilers, or you won't survive. Well, the Flyers did take a penalty. Cam Atkinson did, as a matter of fact. But the Flyers are shorthanded, and again, the presence of Sean Couturier here is can't be mid, can't be, you know, kind of tamped down in any way. He just puts a a very fundamental play. He's right up to McDavid, playing McDavid how you have to play him, between McDavid and the net, and he just puts a stick in the lane of where McDavid's trying to pass the puck to to the point. And by doing that, McDavid hits the stick. Couturier is able to corral the puck, and great read by Sean Walker to just get up the ice as soon as he sees the turnover and presents a good option for Sean Couturier to get the puck up the ice, up the left side. He does that. And Sean Walker goes in, down the left side It's a right-hand shot. So stick in the middle of the ice, kind of going away from himself. The defenseman goes, you can take the shot from there. I'm going to just give my goalie a clear-sighted shot. So Walker does. But it beats Campbell. It's a horrible goal for Campbell to give up. Short side, high blocker in that position. In a 2-1 game, atrocious goal to give up. But Sean Walker will take it. I don't think when the puck left his stick, if I gave Sean Walker some sodium pentothal, some truth serum, he would have thought that he was really shooting at the score. Now, every time you shoot it, you're trying to score. But you're thinking in the NHL, you're not going to score on that most nights. He gets the goal, shorthanded goal. So you go from being up a goal and trying to kill a penalty from the best power play in the NHL over the last three years to now up two goals. So what do you do? You come out in the third period. And you absolutely strangle your opponent again. Flyers get the only goal of the third period. They hold Edmonton to four shots in the third period. Cam Atkinson gets the goal as third of the season. And this, again, is a play where you're trying to up the level, the potency of scoring chances. Owen Tippett's in the neutral zone, coming out of his zone, kind of on the left side of the ice. is going up the right side of the ice. There's a lot of open ice there. Tippett can easily make a 45-degree angle pass to the headman, Sean Couturier, send him in wide and get in and get on the offense and get on the four-check. That's not what Owen Tippett decided to do. Cam Atkinson slips kind of behind a defender of Edmonton, and Owen Owen Tippett decides, because I got confidence now, I'm going to thread the pass to him, and it sends him in all alone. And Cam Atkinson goes in, absolutely undresses Jack Campbell, slides it through the five hole, puts the Flyers up four to one, and that's your final score. Couturier, two assists in the game. I thought he was excellent, excellent in the game and dealing with, you know, the the most lethal player in the NHL. We talked in yesterday's episode, how is Torts going to use, you know, who's he going to put out there against McDavid and Dreisaitl? Is it going to be split duty between Cates and Couturier? It wasn't split duty. It was all Sean Couturier. Again, he led the team in ice time. Again, it wasn't Noah. Although Noah Cates was really good in the face-off circle in the game last night, how about Noah Cates in the face-off circle? Listen to these numbers. We know he's gotten bludgeoned there in a few games. Eleven face-off wins to four face-off losses. That's pretty impressive. But Couturier in the game, nineteen minutes fifty-six seconds of ice time, five minutes and ten seconds on the power play, two fourteen on the PK, twelve thirty-two even strength. I that's the player you were. Really hoping you'd get back with Sean Couturier. Not, not many, including myself, I thought it was possible. Not this early against Connor McDavid. Come on. The Brink was tremendous in the game as well. Travis Sanheim, I thought again, played a really strong, assertive game. Thirty-five shifts for Sanheim. Twenty-seven minutes of ice time. He played twenty minutes and nineteen seconds of even strength. Four seventeen on the power play. 227 on the PK, had an assist in the game, was a plus two, had four shots on goal. Yeah, I thought he had a really strong performance. And then you look in net, and while the numbers aren't gaudy, 22 saves on 23 shots for Carter Hart and 957 save percentage, he'd make some really difficult saves, but the timing of the saves was, to me, the key. Just solid back there. Really strong performance from the Flyers on this homestand. They outscored their opposition 6-1 to in the two games. 2-0 win on Tuesday over Vancouver. 4-1 win over Edmonton last night. They'll head on the road on Saturday to take on the Dallas Stars at 8 o'clock. And then next Tuesday, the Cup champs, the 4-0 Vegas Golden Knights, uh, Tuesday night at 11 p.m. My gut tells me we'll see Sam Arison get his first game of the year coming up on Saturday in Dallas. And Carter will get the game against Las Vegas. We'll see if it plays out that way. But I had a chance after the game to catch up with one of the guys on the line that did the most damage and had the biggest task of the game of having to match and, in a lot of ways, outdo, outscore, outchance, outpossess the Connor McDavid line. They did exactly that. Here's my conversation with Owen Tippett. Joining us right now post game, is Flyers forward, Owen Tippett. A couple, of, a couple of apples in this game, some chemistry developing with your line right now.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, You know, I think we talked about it before. We had some chances and and some good luck with that same play. I mean, um, you know, good support and, uh, you know, it makes it easier when guys are playing in threes and and you have close guys by you.
0: When you're playing with a guy like Sean Couturier and Cam Atkinson who have been in this league a long time and very responsible in all zones, does it lessen the burden on you to be a little more driving offensively?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, obviously, if we like I said, if we play connected and, um, you know, we're all on the same page, it doesn't matter kind of who's driving the offense. If if we're on the same page, it's, it's going to go well. And um, to play with two guys like that, it's it's pretty special. And, um, you know, it, it makes the game easier for sure. Tip, one of the things I mentioned
0: on the assist you had to the camp and Cam Atkinson in that second period in the intermission was that he, you know, there was a lot of almost offense last year, as Torch referred to it. But he gave you a really nice target out ahead of defenders reach that makes a big difference in the play to to execute it and finish it.
1: Right. Yeah. Big time. Um, you know, it also gives you that extra step. Um, I think, you know, it's easier when you see a guy and and you know, you have a little bit of time to actually execute the play and, um, you know, he's smart. He gets those areas pretty well. And, um, you just have to find him.
0: Last thing for you. I don't know what constitutes a good start in the NHL. What, how many games that is, but you're three and one, you've won both of these games at home against two good clubs you guys got to feel happy about where you are to this point in the season.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we set a standard of how hard we want to play. And, um, you know, I, I I know the word rebuild's been used, but uh, we got a really special group and a really close group in there. And, um, you know, we can we can do some pretty cool things if uh, we just stick to our game plan and, and play as a team. Well,
0: for, for being our player of the game, I'm yeah, going to yeah, give you a soft pretzel, okay? So you can share that with the boys in the
1: room. <laughs> Have a good one.
0: Great to catch up with the Owen Tippett post game as the Flyers get a 4-1 win over... The Edmonton Oilers. That was a fundamental hockey game. Fundamental hockey led to a fun result. Flyers just really diligent with the puck. Made Edmonton have to go 200 feet instead of cutting the ice short with lazy dumps that only did the top of the circle. That was just a really good fundamental performance out of the Flyers. and These are good signs to see early. I don't know where it all goes. I don't. I'm not going to go crazy. I'm not going to get you know, into this mode of changing my expectations and going up and down like a toilet seat all year. I'm not doing that. But look, in sports, when things go well, the games are fun and the result is good, you got to enjoy it. So I'll tell you what, enjoy this one today. We'll see what happens on Saturday in Dallas and Tuesday night against Vegas and yada, yada, yada. We'll see that all throughout the year. But this is one to enjoy. So I'm going to do exactly that. Everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Leave us a five-star rating and review. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, like this video, comment. I'll help more Flyer fans find this content as well. So everybody, enjoy your Friday. Enjoy the win. We'll talk to you tomorrow on a brand new Flyers Daily.